Previously on Hound Radio's Arch Campbell podcast. And although it's been 40 years, I can remember the lead in to my review that night. And it was in Body Heat, a no good man meets a no good woman and they get up to no good together. And I love it. The Arch Campbell podcast featuring Arch, Lou Katz, and a cast of thousands begins now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the middle of September. I am here with the great Lou Katz of radio fame, the great classic Washington radio star. Hello, Lou. Hello, Arch. Nice to have you with us again. And uh, it's time to introduce our guest critic. She's our good friend, Susan Buzena, former lead critic for USA Today and now tracking awards and entertainment for the Gold Derby website. And Susan, I think we should start by talking about the show everybody's talking about on television, which is American Crime Story Impeachment. Are you watching that on FX? Yes, I didn't have time to watch last night's episode, but what do you think of it? Because it's, uh, you know, it's not like a, a great moment in our history. Is it? Well, you know, for me, there was a certain want to see because uh, first of all, I like that American crime story uh, series, right. especially what they did uh, revisiting the O.J. Simpson right. trial. It's so purient that I just feel icky watching it. And well, Ryan I, and Murphy I don't know gets if, off on that. You know that. <laughs> he likes icky, yeah. icky things like that. <laughs> it's uh, And, you know, just to explain, it's Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky and uh, their affair and uh, Linda Tripp. And uh, Linda Tripp, uh, as portrayed by Sarah Paulson, is quite a villainous. There's a woman I'm very close to in the midst of an affair with the President of the United States. I have a little trouble with Beanie Feldstein as Monica Lewinsky. Right. How about you? Yeah, I mean, Sarah Paulson is, I mean, she's hiding behind whatever she's wearing on her face because <laughs> it doesn't look like her at all. And she makes a pretty good Linda trip because of that. But Monica Lewinsky, I mean, she was a little bit... I mean, I'm not one to talk about people's weight, but Beanie's a little bit more, you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's not the same kind of. I mean, I I don't know. I mean, she she's she's fine, but I don't believe her. I believe Sarah Paulson as that. I, yeah, I'm always aware that I'm looking at Beanie Feldstein, which I, right. I, what's she known for really? Didn't she do a lot of teen she comedies? Did, um, uh, well, she's, stuff? Yeah, well, she did Lady Bird. So uh -huh. that was her. Uh, or she was the out. best friend in right. uh, Lady yeah. Bird, the movie. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, and the way they portray Clinton, Clive Owen as Clinton is just so oily. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. So basically, I feel ashamed when I'm watching it. Well, it's not a ton of fun. I mean, it is and it isn't because I think uh -huh. Sarah Paulson is, you know, doing most of the work right now, you know. But I went, Clive Owen? I don't yeah. see an Arkansas 
boy in him. <laughs> you know? uh, so I think I pass is basically it. Yeah. So, uh, so what are you watching these days? Well, I actually watch the other two. Yeah, I've heard about that. It's uh, on HBO Max, right? And it's got Molly Shannon in it and these other two characters. But it's all about a kid who suddenly becomes an Instagram star because he sang the song about, I want to marry you at recess. So his two older siblings, you know, latch on to him and try to, you know, some way get something out of his notoriety in their life and also their mother too it, it's it's a real real funny satire about the age we in, live in Dang. and how stars are made from being on youtube or instagram or whatever you know and it's you gotta stick with it a little bit but it has two seasons and um I initially I was a little bit put off, but then I got into it because it, when my husband comes in, you know, while I'm watching and he actually laughs at some of the jokes that uh-huh. I'm an easier laugher than him. I'm like you. So <laughs> yes, yes. But, I'll but laugh it's, at it's worth it's worth watching, <laughs> I think, if you need a uplifting, more um savory show than <laughs> the impeachment. <laughs> Okay, now I always love talking to you, but this date is particularly good because we're in the time right before the 2021 Emmy Awards and you on Gold Derby Track Awards. And what what are you predicting for the Emmys this weekend? Well, Ted Lasso is the one, yeah. one of the ones to watch because it... It's weird because it's in its second season now and people are having a backlash to it, but they loved it the first season. So, you know, I think that's the comedy show to beat this year. Let me just interject that I finally got Apple TV and I finally upgraded my TV. And so I binged the first season of Ted Lasso and I'm in the second season. And I think it really is as good as everyone says. In fact, I, it's, uh, it's delightful. Yes. What, well, you mentioned a backlash. What's the backlash to the second um, season? They didn't like that Christmas episode. They thought with the bad breath with the little girl was kind of weird. Uh-huh. <laughs> Why did Bernard get you toothpaste and mouthwash for Christmas, babe? Because he told everyone my breath is rancid. Right, where does Bernard live? Roy? We are not going to go beat up a little kid. Why not? Why do you think? And then they, you know, it's kind of tried to do a love actually, you know, kind of reference and stuff. So that, and it's not Christmas. And so it it just was strange, I think. But they um, they reference movies all the time. All the time. Kind of like. Yeah. Now the other, okay, with comedy actress, it's been a, so, you know, there was a uh-huh. reconnaissance and now it's a smut, 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 the, how could I say it? The, smart, the smart omnibus. Yeah. <laughs> the gene smart omnibus. Because she, um, I think, will win her best comedy actress for Hacks. Yeah, I'm sure you Hacks, watched yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. She was the She's old. kind of a Joan Rivers character. Yeah. Yes. 
And uh, I think Jason Sudeikis is also going to win comedy actor right. for uh, Ted Lasso. And uh, also the woman who, Hannah Waddingham, the actress, she's the one who owns the soccer team and Ted Lasso. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's wonderful, too. I understand she is quite a British star, and oh, yeah. a star of British theater. And that uh, they try to arrange for her to sing because she's uh, quite a noted uh, singer, and she, she looks almost like an opera singer. It's a nice to see. An older woman portrayed sexily on screen and not be purient about her, whether not be, right. you know, whatever Ryan Murphy would do with that. Nah. <laughs> like I don't want to put down Ryan Murphy. He has, you know, done some very good things, but this impeachment thing isn't really. Well, you're right. I mean, Ted Lasso really does thread the needle to yeah. uh, sexuality uh, and uh, in a frank manner and uh, impeachment just makes me want to take a shower. Yeah, well, like the real one that we had to deal with. <laughs> yeah. The whole dress thing. I mean, it's just, you know, I don't need to see that blue dress again. <laughs> it's kind of cruel, actually. Uh, yeah. Clinton, of course, was cruel to her. Linda Tripp was cruel to her. Right. Uh, and I feel cruel watching. Yeah. So for drama, the crown, I think, is going to rain. Ha <laughs> ha. Little pun. So, <laughs> and I, I think, you know, um, Emma Corrin, who uh, played uh, Diana, will oh. likely win uh, the drama actress. And I think, um, did you watch the crown? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm and Josh Connor, O'Connor. I mean, I, he's so good at being the prince of Prince Philip. So, and then and the uh, actress who played um, uh, the uh, prime minister. Oh, Julia Anderson yeah. is going to just yeah. walk away with it. So yeah, and then sadly, Michael K. Williams, even before he died. He was on um, The Wire, and people loved him. He was mm -hmm. a drug dealer and very charismatic. And he's in Lovecraft Country, and he's led the you know drama supporting actor category since the beginning, even before he passed away. So, yeah, that's going to be a moment on the Emmys, I think. And um, what about Mayor of East Ham? East Town. East Town. <laughs> East Ham is a gas station in Bethesda, or was mayor well, of East Town. Okay, well, limited series is pretty um, uh, loaded because um, there's the Queen's Gambit, mayor of East Town, uh -huh. I May Destroy You, WandaVision, and the Underground Railroad. I'm picking yeah. the key, Queen's Gambit because, you know, I love Kate Winslet and I did enjoy the show, but Queen's Gamut just had a little elevation to it. It was a little more, you know, 
sophisticated even than well they, they go to wawa all the time at east yeah. so, yeah, that's what we're watching but you know i like both of the shows but i do think the queen's gambit should win and also anna taylor joy i i just loved her yeah i have liked her since i saw uh the movie thoroughbreds mm -hmm. which was a delightful erotic thriller horror film Mm -hmm. And uh, she's had my attention ever since. I think she's mm -hmm. a great actress. And she was in um, Emma, uh, the film. Emma too, was terrific. Was very good too, as well. And then many pa things. Paul Bettany will probably win for WandaVision. So. TV is. Everybody says, "Oh, TV is is uh, better than the movies." But my gosh, it really appears that way. And having said that. Let's talk about movies. No, no, you wanted thought? to talk about Coda, and I would too, because yeah. I think that is probably going to be up for several Oscars. And I think I love Marley Matlin, so I was glad to see that. But it also, Coda is on Apple. Right. Uh, it is in theaters, but I watched it on Apple, and it's uh, this young actress. Uh, Emily Jones, who uh, hears, but her entire family do not hear, and she must interpret for them, and she wants to sing. And uh, the result is this story, Coda, which uh, I think will be one of the uh, 10 best movies of the year. Yes, and I agree. And I also think, you know, Marley Matlin might have a second chance uh -huh. at an Oscar now. Yeah. But the good thing that everybody's praising it for, too, because it is, it's kind of like a little bit dirty dancing in a way with uh -huh. other things going on. But I, um, to me, what's her name, Emily? Yeah, Emily uh, Jones, isn't it? Yes, that? yeah. Well, she's English, too. So she had to learn American Sign uh -huh. Language. Mm -hmm. She had to learn how to schlep fish in a boat. She had to do all these things. And yet she also sings wonderfully. <laughs> and I have to say what tied it up in the bow for me was at the end when she sings a Joni Mitchell song and her, yeah. her family's there and she signs it. I just yeah. started crying. Rows and flows of angel hair and ice cream castles in the air and feather canyons everywhere i've looked at clouds that way but now they only block the sun they rain and snow I would have done But clouds got in my way I've looked at clouds from both sides now From up and down And still somehow It's cloud illusions I recall I really don't know clouds I've cried over movies 
they shared that were horrible, but not so much <laughs> one that brought me joy. So. <laughs> Uh, we both watched Worth on uh, yeah. Netflix with they didn't uh, Michael really Keaton. They did really very much, but it, it all of a sudden it was there, and you know it had something to do with nine eleven and how you put a number, a money number, on someone's life. You know. Yeah, based on the story of Kenneth Feinberg, who oversaw that program after nine eleven, pro bono. Yeah, and. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Keaton uh, takes some interesting roles. He played uh, Ray Co Ray Kroc. Oh yeah, I know McDonald's. Yes, I love that movie. He he never gets the the due he deserves. Maybe he makes it too easy. You know, I don't know what that accent one. So it was Brooklyn mixed with a Yiddish thing or something. I don't know. But I didn't quite get where he was from, but that was fine. And then anything with Stanley Tucci is okay with me. And Amy Ryan is showing up in a lot of yeah. places all the time. And that's not a bad thing either. So you know on Apple TV uh is uh showing a um, a video of Come From Away, the musical about the town in Newfoundland, right. uh, Gander, where 38 airplanes landed on September 11th. On the northeast tip of North America, on an island called Newfoundland, is an airport. Now, it used to be one of the biggest airports in the world. And next to it is a town called Gander. Welcome to the rocks if you come from away. You'll probably understand about a half of what we say. They say no man's an island, but an island makes a man. Especially when one comes from one land, no Worth and this uh, come from away. Those are interesting uh, remembrances of 9-11. Non-sentimental. Uh, and they show, they shine kind of a different light on the terrible event. And, uh, and you know, I, I found them helpful mm -hmm. in a weekend where a lot of the, of the reporting was not helpful. Well, that's a, a Broadway show, too. You know? Yeah. And, and, you know, uh, as with Hamilton... <laughs> The editing uh, focuses your eyes. Uh, it uh, highlights uh, uh, various members of the cast that you might not do if you were watching. Right. And in my new upgraded TV, I've also discovered closed captioning. <laughs> oh, yes. I, I had it. So you could helpful. get it with cable or our dish, uh -huh. you know, always yeah. because you don't know half the time what is going on. I, it's <laughs> so helpful with, to yes. see the words. Yeah. So I just want to mention very quickly, I have gone to the movies to a theater twice recently. I went to see The Green Knight Sunday at four o'clock. Uh, I was the only person in there. And then a second woman walked in. And so we had a conversation across the theater. Oh, here we are for our private screening. <laughs> then two other people walked in, and then the movie started, and maybe two others. So there were six of us. How long can that sustain? You know, they want to do the thing where, you know, what's this one, Shang-Chi, whatever it is, yeah, is doing they... big business. But it only seems to be like the action movies, you know, or 
scary movies that will get people to go to the theater if you watch the box office at all. And it's, you know, it's the not other you and me, it's not our demographic. Right. I don't think. Well, I was in a zombie movie, but never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it was George Romero, so that was okay. <laughs> but um I think things are going to have to change also with how they do award shows because they're not going to be able to get away with what they did with the Oscars last year, which was mm -hmm. pretty sad. I mean, I don't know what yeah. Steven Soderbergh, who came up with this premise, which wasn't much, you know, when, you know, the highlight is one close shaking her butt at you. I mean, <laughs> uh, I don't know yeah, how good uh, that's going to be. And, so they have to plus, do some remaking now of I think how so. to do these things. And it'll be interesting to see how the Emmys show up because I don't know if they're doing them. I, I, yeah, we shall see. And speaking of shall seen, I think it's time now to uh, toss this over to Lou Katz in the control room, <laughs> twisting the knobs. That's me. <laughs> and running the dials to tell us about Hound Radio, which carries this program and and makes it possible. Well, Arch, as you know, Hound Radio is barking out the hits 24-7. And on top of that, we <laughs> love promoting community events. And you're a big-time golfer. There's a golf oh, event yes. that we are promoting. Check this out. If you love to golf, then Hound Radio has just the thing for you. It's the Maryland Fire Chiefs Association 13th Annual Golf Tournament, Friday, September 24th at the Lake Presidential Golf Course in Upper Marlboro. Hugh Owens with the MFCA explains their goal. To help the Maryland Fire Chiefs support the Fallen Firefighters Foundation in October every year. We are the main transportation group that supports the Fallen Firefighters Weekend by taking family members of the Fallen to different locations that they need to go to that is not uh, done by the Fallen Firefighters. What does it cost to play? $125 a person. Looking for teams of three, four. And there's even more. We have a continental breakfast, and then we, then we have a lunch, and then we give out awards. For details on how to join in or become a sponsor, email Hugh at achief 40 at AOL.com. That's A-C-H-I-E-F 45 at AOL.com. Or go to HoundRadio.com. A great round of golf for even a greater cause. See you on the tee with Hound Radio. Several sad things I'd like to mention. Uh, first, uh, Michael Constantine, age 94, passed away this week. Remembered as the Windex loving dad in my big fat Greek wedding. A respectful boy would come here and ask for my permission. May I please date your daughter? No! Were you a fan of that? Uh, oh, movie? yes. Not so much the second one. No. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it was a kind of, a, of an underground hit. Oh, yeah. Word it, of mouth it, hit. it made gobs of money, and I think it allowed an opening for you know other kind of movies you know mm -hmm. that played to a different audience than just these you know whatever they were coming out with it, it was you know an independent film and tom hanks and his wife were you know the producers of it too 
So I remember seeing real women have curves and uh, Lupe Ontiveros came to introduce the screening and she said they wanted to be compared to uh, my big fat Greek wedding and just that family yeah. uh, dynamic. And he was perfect to that longtime character. And don't uh, forget 222, the TV right. show. He was the principal. And Karen Van Tyne was on that and other interesting people. Norm MacDonald passed away. This one kind of yeah. hit me hard. I really liked his, his comedy, his uh, delivery, especially. And I guess he was best known as um, the anchor of... Um, weekend update on saturday night live i did not know that he wrote the sketch of making fun of jeopardy that was his idea well it's one of the best things they ever did and still do <laughs> kitties i'll take kitties for 100 <laughs> norm mcdonald played uh, burt reynolds on the jeopardy sketches yeah, oh, he did! Place. Mr. Reynolds, unfortunately, you're in the lead, so we'll start with you. Yeah, I'll take the uh, condom thing for uh, 8,000. That's condiments. <laughs> for 400. Oh, uh, uh, well, he got in trouble because he made such fun of O.J. Simpson and the uh, yeah. NBC Network uh, executive Don Olmeyer took umbrage. Yeah. One of his lines is, it's finally official. Murder is legal in the state of California. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was great. And our dear Washington icon, uh, Willard Scott, passed yeah. away. Only 87. You have a Willard story? Not, not really, because uh, I was covering... My dad always loved the Macy's Day Parade. So one year when they were introducing... Art Simpson as a balloon, I got to go to Hoboken, and that's where they put all the balloons and tested right. them out yeah. and all that. So, but he was all pretty, I think for a while he would host with someone else from NBC. He and do, Katie Couric, I think. Yeah, yeah. So I, I wanted, you know, I said, well, who would I could include from an on-air person and his person. I didn't want to do Katie Couric. I wanted him. And of course, you know, for someone who was Bozo the Clown, you know, it was not, not a great leap to be a balloon yourself. So. But I, I it was like in 1991, so I, I can't even, I find the article anywhere, you know, so. I, Lou, I was you ran Willard's real you know did radio in Washington for years and years right. in the 60s 70s and uh you ran as board yeah when I was working in in the NBC building on Nebraska Avenue as a radio engineer I, uh on the AM side 980 and Real, Willard would occasionally come in and fill in for the afternoon guy and, uh, you know, he was just, he was, it was a real trip because I, like, I grew up, you know, watching Willard and here I am, you know, running his equipment for him because it was a very union shop and all the, you know, all the talent was behind the windows and the glass and the engineers did all the button pushing and stuff. And, and, you know, he'd, ha he'd have his wig off and, and he'd be cracking <laughs> jokes. And I remember one time I asked him to something and he went into his bozo voice 
I mean, and, and anybody and anybody who would walk into the into the control room and, and just it would it, it, he he would just light up everybody's faces. Uh, he was just great. He, he was famous for the Joy Boys radio show with Ed Walker. We are the Joy Boys of radio. We chase electrons to and fro. And now the continuing true to life story. As the worm turns, the story of life today in a big city hospital and all brought you by Scuff No More, the miracle plastic product of the space age to spray your little children to protect them from other little children. Jim Vance used to tell me that when they were doing the show, which I think stopped in the early 70s, that the anchor team would go upstairs and watch them because they did it at night. And often, you know, they'd almost miss the beginning of the news because <laughs> they were so in wrapped up in the Joy Boys. He uh, lived on a farm, and uh, when he was working at Channel 4, uh, would never go home for dinner between newscasts. So uh, he'd always take somebody to dinner with him. And I went on a couple of those dinners. One time we went to the, to the old Europe, a German restaurant. And they started yeah. playing German music. And by this time, we both had way too many beers. And Willard got up on his chair and was go-go dancing to the German music. <laughs> and I think... <laughs> Every time he went to dinner, they just waved him out the door. No bill was ever uh, presented. Well, he was so, doing the entertainment. That's why. <laughs> he was always on. So uh, 87 years old. I understand that Smuckers put his face on their uh, jars uh, this week. So uh, a sad time. Yeah. Well, Susan, uh, I know you'll be watching the Emmys and any yeah. final words from you? Anything we should look for? Oh, just see what they do with the whole production because last year was, you know, distance. And I think, I forget who's this year is uh, hosting it. So, um, yeah, that, that's interesting because, you know, broadcast seems to be almost done. Right. But and they would uh change it between Fox, CBS, ABC, and NBC. And now right. you know, <laughs> they'd be better off on Netflix. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well, thank you for uh inviting me again. It's always oh Susan, love talking to you. Good yeah. wishes to you. And we'll look for your material on goldderby.com. And uh, Lou, a final word from you? Well, it's always fun doing this with you, Arch. I love, I love uh, participating and putting it all together. And uh, you always have such great, great things to talk about and an insight for everyone to listen to. It's really important. So, and I guess our uh, recommendations are Coda, the movie on Apple, and uh, certainly Apple TV and uh, Ted Lasso, and uh, maybe Worth. And I don't think we're too high on <laughs> impeachment. No. <laughs> I, I might we'll... watch the second episode now that, you know, I, I, my duties here are almost done. So. 
I I tried to watch it last night, and it's all Beanie and Sarah. It's all uh, Monica and uh, Linda, and uh, yikes. There's a lot. And of, on that note, <laughs> there's a lot of Sarah Paulson eating yeah. snacks too. <laughs> well, I love her. She's. I wonderful. know. I do too. <laughs> hey, and we'll be back next week. Ready to go weekly for a while. So see you then. This is the Cats Podcasting System, where it's not just a podcast, but a podcast.